This is the Patriot Radio News Hour, brought to you by the Patriot Trading Group. For all your gold and silver buying needs, call them at 1-800-951-0592 or log on to allamericangold.com. Broadcast for Wednesday, November the 9th, 2016. Well, hey, good morning and welcome. It's the Patriot Radio News Hour. November 9th, the day after the election. What do we do? The physical delivery of gold and silver. It's as easy as giving us a call at one 800 951 The lovely Wendy's here today to take your phone call, answer your question, walk you through your order, or you can go out online to allamericangold.com. Take a look at the products. Take a look at each and every aspect of the website. Uh, proposed ideas on reading from the book to the news to disturb the comfortable. Well, we don't tell you what to think, but we certainly give you something to think about. And here we are, a day after election. The bold predictions made by our CEO and owner. He's the man behind the show. He is the money behind the show and does all the research and yesterday morning and i apologize he's unavailable at this moment why because it's clients first he's taking care of his clients right now he's uh handling some uh um, client issues and so that being said um i will tell you that the ceo and owner his name's joe jaquin is uh was sitting here across our table yesterday and said trump sweeps it he boldly predicted, you can go to yesterday's podcast. And I said, what do you think? And he says, I think the Don's just going to win it all. And all that being said, he hasn't given me and I told you so yet this morning. On the other hand, he has been very busy. Donald Trump sweeps the victory in, his, in a historic upset, scored a stunning and historic upset victory in the presidential elections Wednesday morning. Once again, defying predictions and winning key battleground states to capture the White House. And what does that all mean to you? Joe, welcome back to the table. So I, 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 you know what I told, our, I, I told our listeners? Clients first, and that's your attitude. You're taking care of your clients, and I saw you on the phone over there. So here, here we are. I, I've been on the phone all morning, and uh, I, I apologize. Our shopping cart is down, uh, but it'll be back up soon. We're, we're having a... I'll, I'll just say a technical issue, uh, and I apologize for that. You know, they, they call it a stunning upset. It wasn't upset to me. I, I just told everybody, go back and listen to that yesterday's show. I told you he's going to win Florida, North Carolina, Ohio. I think he's going to win. Uh, you know, Pennsylvania, Michigan, Wisconsin. And, and here's what it really represents, in my opinion. This is the country speaking loudly and clearly that something is broken. Our trade agreements have broken. Our borders are broken. And most importantly, the American public as a whole is broken because of it. And and really, when you think about it, this was a, a victory against this establishment, this mainstream establishment, this new world order 
And the only thing we can really hope for is what? Is, well, I hope it's not too late. You know, no matter what happens, sometime in February, late February, early March, the debt rolls over to $20 trillion. Uh, I saw, did you see uh, California? We should succeed. I would love it if California, you know what? There's a reason people are moving out of California. California, if if they left the country, they'd be bankrupt in about five minutes. But neither here nor there. I mean, obviously, let's face it. All of those people, Barbara Streisand, pack your bags. I was just about to say, I would like to say shalom, goodbye, farewell to Oprah, Al Sharpton, Rosie O'Donnell, Alec Baldwin, Lady Gaga, Whoopi, Cher, Jon Stewart, and Mark Cuban. Sayonara. See you later. See you later. By the way, I understand that Canada's building a wall now, <laughs> and they said, you ain't coming in here. We don't want you. We don't want you. In Mexico, well, have a good time. So in any event, well, you saw, or maybe you didn't, the dramatic reaction as the, the polls were coming in, and you noticed Trump taking the lead in Florida. Trump taking the lead in Pennsylvania. And, of course, he was trouncing her in Ohio, and then all of a sudden he's winning in Michigan. He's winning in Wisconsin. Of all places. And you see Pennsylvania. You see gold. At one point was up like $60 last night. The Dow at one point was down $800. Right, because they all wanted it to be, and remember, this was the thing. Oh, my, if Donald Trump wins, that's it. Everything's going to stop, and the whole world's going to come to an end. And it was all in an attempt to try to scare us. It was an attempt to try to make sure that the establishment candidate was the winner, and it didn't work. But that just tells you how broken it really is. Because you really you think about billions of dollars Hillary spent. Billions. And you think about Donald Trump really, as far as a president goes, on a presidential election, he really didn't spend a lot of money. Of course, they couldn't keep his name out of their mouth. The mainstream media actually did him a huge favor. The RNC, they didn't give him any money. And yet, he still wins. And that says more about what's going on in America than it does about anything else. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back. Patriot Radio News Hour. Double J in the love on a, I guess, the day after uh, Donald Trump has been elected as the next president of the United States. I'm just going to tell you this. And, uh, you know, maybe I got a tinfoil helmet. Maybe I'm a conspiratorial thinker. Or maybe this is just what I believe is really going to happen. Don't think they're done. That's all I'm going to say. Who are we talking about, the liberals? Don't, no, not the liberals. Forget, you know, liberals and conservatives. Listen, this is all orchestrated.
orchestrated by a very small group of people. And they're not done. Whether that be uh, trying to come up with something to get him impeached or something like it's not over. We'll, we'll wait to see uh, if that happens or not. I'm just curious, how were the polls so wrong? Every wait, who, poll. Who said they were wrong? Uh, it's on every headline today. A lot of right. headlines about how but the polls missed by a mile. Did they miss? Did they? Or did they make sure that they missed? Right? I don't a, know. A, I can't a see poll, through your tinfoil. I can't see through it, right? can't see through it. It blocks all the rays. Right? Let me ask you this. Do you answer polls? They call I've you never been, polls. They've never called me. They never called you? Never called you know me. what? I've gotten a call, and I forget what, about what. I don't have time. Yeah, no thanks. Click. Right? So, you know, the, here's how I knew something was wrong. When they kept saying that Arizona was going to be a dead heat, and it, you know, Clinton could win Arizona, I'm like, no. Not happening. Right? We've gotten a little more liberal, don't get me wrong. By the way, did you see we voted down the marijuana thing? I saw that. I think we're the only one. Every other state voted yes. Well, we already have medical. We do. This so, was for full right. range but, open. But, but several states voted yes for the full range open. Sure. And yeah. then a bunch more went to medical. Uh, I believe of all the marijuana initiatives, we're the only ones that they and voted it, one down. it was defeated handedly. Yeah, it was yeah. defeated. And, and the wage thing, I told you that was going to pass easy, and, easy. And that passed in several states. Yep, all, I, all, all four states that had that on their past. But I guess what, what I'm, my point being is, this is how they've orchestrated control of us for for decades now, right? And by leading, oh, this poll and that poll, and she's winning, right, and, and all of these things. And, and it just goes to tell you, like I said, which is how bad is it really? I mean, how bad is it really? Because a lot of times, you know, we're pretty isolated in our little worlds, right? We 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 have our routines, and, and you don't really uh, go out of those routines. We don't know how bad it is in this town, in that city, in Michigan or Ohio or Wisconsin, right? We don't really know. We make some assumptions when we look at, wages and we look at unemployment, we look how many people aren't in the workforce and we realize that despite all of the effort Donald Trump wins and I think really, for at least for me there's a bigger message out there that's how bad it really is because he shouldn't have right? Conventional wisdom says he shouldn't have won. Well, let's go back to elections a black man with a Muslim last name won in the United States. It's anything possible in America. And for people to actually think that Donald Trump couldn't win yesterday, that it was going to be just a landslide, where have you been? It happens here. Think about that. But you, but you see, but this is what I'm saying. They just didn't report it. it, it these Trump rallies, they were rock concerts. Without the rock stars. Well, that's not true. He, he just did. had Ted Nugent do well, it. Yeah. 
he doesn't need Lady Gaga or Jay-Z or Beyonce or Bruce Springsteen. He doesn't need any of that. And, and here's the, the realities of, of all that was happening. Is the powers that be didn't want that message to get out. And they didn't want to say, you know what, I know I turned on the TV, there's Lady Gaga. Right, there's Beyonce, there's Jay-Z. Well, you guys, Trump doesn't need any of that. Because you know what, if he didn't have Lady Gaga or Jay-Z or Beyonce, no one would go. I will tell you one of the things that I saw that I think was the most impressive thing was Donald worked very hard. He was in four states a day. He was doing convention after He outworked the Dems. He outworked the Republicans. He outworked everybody. He was speaking four times a day. Every day. He wanted this, and he worked for it. I believe that. I believe there's a lot to that. And and so when you look at what happened last night, you know, the Wall Street was down. It was so bad that the S&P futures got shut down because they were down lock limit, uh, which was five at 5% down in the futures. They shut it off. And And I started thinking to myself, Man, isn't that funny? Right at the same time that we've got all this new regulation where they're going to be able to shut off your ability to withdraw your money out of uh, your money markets, out of your your 401Ks and your mutual funds and all of that, we, we've got a down lock limit on the futures. Uh, by the time it's open now, you know, like it, it gold was up six, gold's up $11, right? Gold's at... Twelve hundred eighty-six dollars, and and actually, I I really wanted to get back to twelve eighty, and I'll feel better because then it covers the gaps in the charts. So if if gold had opened up sixty bucks here, that would have left a big gap from where it closed in New York to where it opened in New York, and you always have to fill it. Uh, so actually, from a technical standpoint, uh, very this is good. I know that a lot of you are like, no, I want it to be up 60 bucks. Don't worry. That's coming. Uh, Wall Street, at least the last I checked, and I'm having uh, some problems with my, my Internet right now. Last time I checked, uh, Wall Street was actually back to even. So it was down 800, 800 points in the future. I think by the time it opened, it was down like 300. And uh, right now, yeah, it's actually up on the day. Isn't that funny? And I just don't understand it, and I don't think the rest of America does either. <laughs> Last night, they, they were just saying things are They were looking for a crash. Right. It's horrible. It's oh horrible. My God. This is horrific. America won't open tomorrow. I, I, and, I, you know, I'm a social media guy. Oh, my gosh, the crying and complaining. The crying and complaining and the blaming. It, it just, I, I really think that, Boy, does he have his work in front of him. The well, the Republicans control everything. Isn't now, that, Isn't that another now, interesting thing? Uh, now, I believe this is the first time this has happened since, like, the 20s, where the Republicans have the House, the Senate, and the presidency. Don't quote me on that. But I believe that's the case, that this is the last one. Now... You could argue, is Trump really a Republican or not? Yeah, I guess you could make that. He's definitely not a what I'll call a an establishment Republican. 
But it's going to be something where I'm hopeful because of what happened last night. And and really, when you think about it, decisively happened, almost the exact opposite of what they were saying. You know, you had that electoral college. Hillary's at 268 and Donald's at 200, right? You know, these are guaranteed locks. These are stone pipe, lead pipe, lock of the week winners. Like Wisconsin. Like Wisconsin, like Michigan, right? And, and, And Arizona was in play and all this other stuff. And and I think right now he's already got like 289. You needed 270. Uh, and by the time it's done, he may be well over 300. So it'll end. Florida was the big one everybody was waiting for. Would they just declare it? Would they just declare it? But they kept going, it's too close to call. It's too close to call. Pennsylvania well, I loved it. Too close you to know, call. It was funny because you had Fox. Fox was calling stuff. They were calling and it early. And you go to CNN and nope. No, CNN was like, no, 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 no. And Rachel Maddow sitting there <laughs> crying. <laughs> I, I got to tell you, Wolf Flips are just complaining and crying, and this is what the world's coming to. Uh, what was the one she said? She said, uh, you're not in hell. The world hasn't come to an end, but this is what you we know, decided. You know, it's up 100 points right now, the Dow. What would have happened if Hillary had won? Would it have been down? Well, that's the question. <laughs> I, 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 we can only speculate. But the the other thing, I don't know if you if you saw, and this is really what's going to happen. Did you see what happened to the Mexican peso? I saw it went up, right? Well, or down, depending on where where your mentality. It's to the lowest level ever since the the I guess since the peso went under the last time. It's now twenty pesos to the dollar. Uh, on the on the Trump victory, and it was a a gold was up twelve percent in pesos, uh, and it was actually up even more than that early. You know, well, the you know when gold was up sixty, uh, but you know the the interesting part about what we're going to see now, and hopefully we're going to see if if Trump can walk back all of these trade agreements you're going to start seeing a lot of these, I'll call it the currency effects. Do you know the last time we ran a trade surplus with Mexico? I don't know. Do you know how many years in a row we've run a trade deficit with Mexico? 22 straight years without one single surplus. That's 22 straight years of money leaving this country and going to Mexico. And of course, you know, we're on this streak now with China, right? We're on that same streak with them, and we're on that same streak really with a lot of countries. The vast majority of our trading partners. And then you start to think about what does, that, what does that really mean? And what it really means is a lot of the stuff that we used to build and make here, we allowed for those companies to pick up and move their plants to other, other countries and start bringing it in from there. 
So they're what? So their stock price could go up? Let me ask you this. How good do you feel about Dow 18,000? How good do you feel about it? Do you feel that good about it? I bet you most of you out there are going, no, it doesn't feel very good. Not really making any money on it. They keep saying it's at all-time highs, but not according to my statement. And, of course, by now, remember, and people forget. Remember when they used to throw the parties? The Dow hit 10,000. They had their, their party, Dow 10,000 party hats on, right? CNBC was there, and they let the good times roll. And they're all saying, listen, the Dow's going to 30, 40, 50,000. What happened? The Dow's at 18,000, and you can't even get some interest on your savings. And they did all of this for 18000 Right? You can't buy a bond and get a decent return on your money. And they did this for Dow 18000 95 million Americans are in the workforce. Why? Because they wanted the Dow at 18000 Patriot Radio News Hour. Halftime. This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report, a daily broadcast from Eagle Forum, a national volunteer organization founded by Phyllis Schlafly in 1972 and continuing to uphold her legacy by honoring family values, opposing radical feminism, and representing a traditional conservative perspective in our nation's capital. Now from the Eagle Forum studios, here's Ryan Haidt. The Obama administration has made it clearer than ever that they do not play by the rules. First, they signed the terrible Iran nuclear deal that promised $1.7 billion to the world's leading state sponsor of terrorism. Next, they broke the long-standing rule of not giving money for hostages by trading $400 million for three American prisoners. Now, the Obama White House refuses to tell Congress how the rest of the money was transferred. Congress has sent many inquiries demanding to know how the money was released and to whom. But the administration has ignored all of these requests. Clearly, they have something to hide from Congress and the American people. We should expect no different from a president who refuses to acknowledge the threat that we face. Conservatives want to know why President Obama refuses to even utter the words radical Islamic terrorism. Calling out the enemy by name is the first step to dealing with the problem. Obama is proving that he cares more about political correctness than he does the safety of the American people. However, the problem is much greater than refusing to name the enemy. President Obama is determined to act like Islamic terrorism does not exist at all. The Iran nuclear deal is proof of that. Conservatives in Congress are right to hold Obama accountable on how this terrible deal is being conducted. He has proven over and over that he cannot be trusted to deal with the critical issues of foreign policy and Islamic terrorism. We need a president who will put America first with foreign policy. A president who puts America first would not give money to nations that aid terrorists and want to destroy America. 
It's time for the Democrats to get over diversity politics and start caring about the very real terrorist threat. Until they do that, Democrats cannot be trusted with the office of the presidency. This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Eagle Forum. Want to join in on the spirited debate over issues you care about? At EagleForum.org, strategists at Eagle Forum are blogging about education, radical feminism, climate change, national security, parental rights, and more issues you care about. Stay informed and add your own comments to the blog at EagleForum.org. Thanks for listening, and join us again next time for the Phyllis Schlafly Report. Patriot Trading Group, our toll-free number, 800-951-0592. You're going to continue to want to put material away. You know, yesterday we had, you know, we had an estate in California, uh, and we ran the, the piece in the Morgan Dollars. Today... I have a very limited amount of material, obviously, with the markets going crazy. So we're working on things right now. There may be a special today. There may not be, uh, but we're working on it. Wendy's on the phone as we speak. I think that what you're seeing, what last night showed you is what, here's where the momentum now is in the gold market. And I'll say this, I wonder what Trump's victory means for the fate of Janet Yellen. Will she step down as the Fed Reserve Chief? Will Donald Trump ask for her resignation? I have a question for you. So is uh, Janet Yellen's position, like uh, Comey, the FBI director, a term? Like, he's there for 10 years. That's how long his term is. Yeah, so you, 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 you have terms. They're six years long. So she can't be fired by Donald. But she could step down. But she could step down. Or, or she could say, hey, when my term is up, I won't uh, seek re- re-election or reappointment. Uh, because it does, you got to be approved by Congress. So it's an appointed position. But it's an appointed, right. We don't get the vote. By Congress. Yeah. And some sort of woo for whatever that's worth, right? Obviously, you're really vetted by Goldman Sachs, <laughs> right? I mean, that's really who you're so vetted by. The suits by. on Wall Street right. got to give their right. stamp of they, approval they, they, as well, right? You're not getting up there unless they want you to be up there. Uh, but just very, very interesting. And I was laughing because you know what's rallying big right now? Healthcare stocks. Oh, I thought you were going to say pantsuits. <laughs> I think stock of that went down. Oh, I'm sorry. That stock and pantsuits went down. $12,000 pantsuits. But uh, Obamacare, right? What is the fate of that? And I think what we're going to be is we're going to enter into this period of a lot of unknowns. A lot of I think, uncertainty as to what is going to happen. Uh, what does it mean for the Trans-Pacific Partnership, right, for that trade deal? Hopefully it means that deal's dead. Well, the Iranian uh, deal. What, what does it mean for the Iranian deal, right? You know, Maybe at least Trump will tell us how we sent them the money. 
Well, I, I know this, that that was one of the topics on one of the shows last night, was these are legacies that Obama, they're going to be repealed, they're going to be well, no-dealed. We assume that, right? Repealed, no-dealed. No-dealed, right? Right. Deal uh, or no-deal. Deal or no-deal. I mean, just wrap that stuff up and let's just put it to the side. But all of these things really have a lot of implications for uh, Wall Street, and I think what we're going to see... And this is just my opinion. What we need to see is the United States employees need to be first. Right? When we talk about trade, when we talk about tariffs and all of these things, the U.S. worker needs to be first. And listen, this is not rocket science news. They've known this for decades. You know, and, and I'm pro- maybe I should have, and I, and I just didn't think about it. We, we probably should have had played the clip from Nixon when they closed the gold window in 1971. You know, a lot of people don't remember that you couldn't own gold in this country from 1933 to 1971. Did you know that? You, you couldn't do it. It wasn't allowed. Why? Because they didn't want you to use it. Right? They wanted to give the Federal Reserve note credibility. And then what happened is all of the foreign governments were like, yeah, I know we want to pretend that it's credible, but we know it's just a piece of paper. And for 35 pieces of paper, you're going to give me one of those $20 gold pieces? Yeah, here's your pieces of paperback. And we had the largest outpouring of gold coming out of the Treasury the world has ever seen. And it's funny because when you, do, when you uh, go through your history books, you don't read about this stuff. But this is really what was happening. You know, when the government confiscated gold in 1933, we had to turn it all in. They melted most of that stuff down, allegedly, and I say allegedly, because one of the former Mint directors, I think it was Moy, says that he has seen the melted down bars in Fort Knox. And he said that they melted them down, but they didn't take out the impurities, because as you know, those older gold pieces got copper in it, and stuff to give it hardness because it was used as money. And he said they didn't even take the impurities out, which is kind of odd if you're going through the hassle of melting it down. But nonetheless, let's, let's just say that's what where it is. But then all of these governments, they had all kinds of $20 gold pieces. Let's face it, back then, America was one of the the primary trading partners. They were using it to buy stuff. So then the Congress said, hmm, how are we going to get their gold? And the Federal Reserve, this is what the bankers wanted. How are we going to get their gold from them? Because they're probably just not going to give it to us for 67 cents. 
I don't think that'll work. So they changed the price to $35. And it totally worked. Just think about this. Let's just say you were a friend, right? And you were buying corn from the United States, or you were buying cotton from the United States, or you were buying Levi's or or Rawlings products. I don't even know. Soybeans? Soybeans, right, our favorite soybeans. You mean to tell me if I give you this $20 gold piece, I can buy $35 worth of stuff? And they said, absolutely, we'll do that. And they did that through the 30s and the 40s. By the late 50s, they changed their mind and said, you know what? How about you? Here's 35 bucks. Give us the gold piece back. We'll tell you what all that meant next. I'm here to tell you, the CEO, the owner of this place, I tell you, he's multitasking today, but he wants to deliver. He just, I, I, I just see you. I watch you working, man, and I, I sometimes wonder, uh, you know, how you do it and why you put up with it. I don't know. Some days it's harder than others. I'm, today's, just, today's, I'm, I'm watching your computer. We just had the IT guy here, and your computer is giving I you issues. Know. So anyway... They've known this was coming. See, these foreign governments decided, hey, that was a good deal for a while, but now we need to, you know what, now we just want the gold back. And so much of it was leaving the country again that they had to close the gold window. In other words, they said, okay, that's it. No more exchanging gold for dollars, no more exchanging gold for debt. It's closed. When they did that, they understood what it meant. And what it meant was, no matter what happened, we have to keep the American worker working and the American jobs in America because if we don't, it's going to lead us down a path of economic disaster. So Ramon's got the clip. Here's Richard Nixon, 1971, addressing the country, addressing the nation, as to why they were doing what they were doing and what we had to do in order for it to be okay. The strength of a nation's currency is based on the strength of that nation's economy. And the American economy is by far the strongest in the world. Accordingly, I have directed the Secretary of the Treasury to take the action necessary to defend the dollar against the speculators. I have directed Secretary Connolly to suspend temporarily the convertibility of the dollar into gold or other reserve assets except in amounts and conditions determined to be in the interest of monetary stability and in the best interest of the United States. Now, what does this action, which is very technical, 
What does it mean for you? Let me lay to rest the bugaboo of what is called devaluation. If you want to buy a foreign car or take a trip abroad, market conditions may cause your dollar to buy slightly less. But if you are among the overwhelming majority of Americans who buy American-made products in America, your dollar will be worth just as much tomorrow as it is today. The effect of this action, in other words, will be to stabilize the dollar. So there it is. Let me address any concerns or bugaboos that you may have. Because the vast majority of Americans buy, spend, and work for and with Americans. And as long as that was the case, the value of your dollar would not be affected. Of course, what he didn't tell you was, hey, when it's not the case, yeah, there's going to be big trouble. And I'm going to just really lay it all out for you. When Richard Nixon gave that speech, and many of you know and have heard that, I played that. I probably played that clip about once a year, maybe twice. It's that important. Because all of these people, a lot of them, they're still not dead. They're still alive today. The same people that were on the TV with their down 10,000 party hats on, they knew if that's not the case, it's going to get bad. The dollar becomes worth less, not more, less. It's devaluation. Look at all the minimum wage initiatives, right? Hey, we're going to go to $12 an hour. The minimum wage was, what, $1.80 in 1971? And at $12, we laughed, because at $12, you're still broke as broke can be. You're still in poverty. In 1971, if you made the minimum wage, you were doing okay. You weren't upper middle class, but you were at least lower middle class. $25,000 a year. If, you, dollar if, dollar. You, if, if you, you can work 40, 40 hours yeah, a week. You, yeah. you know you ain't getting that job. What are you, where are you living at $25,000 a year these days? Nowhere. Nowhere. You know what? I, you know, because of the cost of insurance alone and it going up 125%, <laughs> all that money goes there right now. So when you sit there... And they and you watch these people come out and lie to you. When you have Janet Yellen come out and lie to us every six weeks, all these people that sit on that Federal Reserve Board, they already know the truth. They already know what it is that they have done. They already know what the end game really is. 
And now they're putting in all the little rules into place to guarantee that that happened. Right? First, we get control. We limit their choices. We make every investment that was supposed to be a safe one not so safe anymore. Then what do they do? Well, they go in for the kill. Patriot Radio News Hour, final segment coming up. So, you know, this, is Trump going to be able to bring the jobs back? Is he going to be able to get Americans back to work building American-made products bought by the American worker? That's going to be the big question. And quite honestly, this is exactly what all of us that voted for him hoped for. Yes, the border matters. It does. It's there for a reason. We need to protect it. Yes, trade matters. I don't really, quite honestly, I don't care if Boeing or Caterpillar or Ford or General Motors stock goes up or down. I don't care. Does it matter if Apple stock was only 50 bucks? Would it be worth it? Right? This is the question that we have somehow we got away from. And they knew in 1971, if you get away from this, we're dead. And you think about all the people that really are in control. They don't want any of this. Right? They want Apple stock at 1000 5000 10000 Regular person can't afford to own any, but hey, I'm going to make big money. And I don't know the answer. I have my doubts that that all of this can get done. I think it'll be a good start. But at the same time, now, it's a good start at what, but what, what point? At the point when all the deficits start exploding. And now we're, we're going to be caught in this horrible, vicious cycle uh, of where the debt tsunami that, quite honestly, Richard Nixon warned us all about was going to happen. You think about just a trade. $600 billion a year leaves the United States, and it's been doing it for decades now. Start doing some math. That's $6 trillion every 10 years. right? We haven't run a single trade surplus with Mexico in more than two decades. How's that possible? And no offense to Mexico, but look at how all the things that we have to offer. And we don't run a trade surplus with them. Right? We can drive it right in there. Of course, it works the other way around, doesn't it? 
Yes, absolutely. <laughs> hey, listen, we'll just put the plane over there. We can drive it right up here. And so, as we watch all of this play out, I, I don't know, you know, and I, I wish I had a better answer. I don't, I don't know. I think we're past the point of no return. But I am, I'm telling you this, I'm rooting for Donald. I'm rooting for America. I'm, re- I'm rooting for all of us that it isn't. Patriot Radio News Hour. No special today. We'll be back tomorrow. Everyone take care. Have a great day.